Welcome to a new episode of my brand new podcast about knitting and life. My name is Nancy Ritchie. I'm a knitwear designer based in New York City. I love everything and anything that has to do with yarn, fiber, knitting, crochet, weaving, spinning. I love everything about it. I started it, this podcast because I wanted I want to tell you the story of how I became a knitter way back in 2006 when I came to the United States from the Netherlands. I'm so happy you're here and I'm so happy that you're listening. Maybe you are knitting, maybe you are crocheting or crafting and you have a warm beverage and you're enjoying this podcast. Maybe you're in the subway, maybe you're walking or maybe you're running and you're listening to my podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Today, I want to take you to 2006 when I had just learned how to knit and I was in Philadelphia. I was in Philadelphia and my um, my my knitting teacher, Mary, my knitting teacher said, there's this yarn shop called Sophie's Yarns. And they have a class. They have a class about baby booties. Do you want to come with me? First of all, I didn't know what baby booties were. And I was like, yeah, why not? Let's just try. What I didn't know is that baby booties are little little shoes, little socks for babies to keep their tiny little feet warm and toasty. And what I didn't know is that this baby booty was going to be knit on double pointed needles with fingering weight yarn. I didn't know that. I had no idea. I was a new knitter. I had just learned how to knit. I had just learned how to crochet. And the only yarn that I had used was super bulky weight yarn with big, big needles. That's all I knew. That's all I knew how to do as a new knitter. So here I am at this class at Sophie's Yarns, and these weird needles were presented to me. Double pointed needles. Those are needles that have, they have two ends, and there were five of them. And then the yarn that we're going to use to make this baby booty was really, really thin. It was fingering weight yarn. But what did I know? I knew nothing. I was such a new knitter. So I'm in this class and the teacher was really, really nice. And I told her, I just, I just, I just learned how to knit. Mary, Mary taught me how to knit and I don't know if I can do this. And the teacher was so nice. She said, let's just try, you know how to knit, right? I'm like, yes. And she goes, you know how to purl, right? And I go, yes, I know how to purl. I practiced, I practiced. And she said, you can do this. Let's try. So we started the baby body with garter stitch. Okay, so garter stitch is where you knit every row. And uh, I could do that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to knit a little strip of garter stitch. I can do that. So I became more confident. And then we had to pick up stitches along this garter stitch strip. Now, since I only knitted with super bulky weight yarn and big needles. And now I was knitting with fingering weight yarn and really teeny tiny needles. I believe they were needle size number one. So that was that was completely new to me. 
and now I had to pick up stitches. Oh my gosh. I was like, what is this teacher asking for me? So I tried to pick up these stitches alongside this garter stitch strip, this little tiny garter stitch strip. And I was struggling. I was struggling. I vividly remember how I started sweating, how I got anxious, how my breathing became really, really short. Like I was so anxious, I remember. And then the teacher had to help me. And I realized that I was holding the class back because I saw everybody was picking up like, like, like there was no tomorrow. And I was struggling with my picking up these stitches at the side of this garter stitch strip. And then the teacher helped me and I had four needles on this garter stitch strip, four needles, and that completely, completely overwhelmed me. And then I had to knit with the fifth double pointed needles. Y'all, I tried, I really tried, but it was so overwhelming to me. Instead of focusing on only the two needles that I had to knit with, I was like watching all the other needles. I was afraid that the stitches would come off. It was not a comfortable experience. On top of that, at some point, we had to alternate from knit stitches to purl stitches. And I was like, I can do that. I know how to do the knit stitch. I know how to do the purl stitch. But what I had done before was a, only a whole row of knit stitches or only a whole row of purl stitches. I did not know how to alternate within one row, the knit stitch and the purl stitch. We were doing a ribbing. And for a ribbing, you have to do one knit, one purl, one knit, one pearl that was new to me so that on top of tiny uh, yarn on top of tiny needles and then i was dealing with five needles at the same time it became just too much for me i was more and more struggling the teacher became a little bit impatient with me because I was holding back the class so that I could hear it in her voice. I could feel it. I could feel it in her whole energy and I could feel it in her whole, I could hear it in her voice and rightfully so because the prerequisite must must have been, you must be comfortable, comfortable with knitting, you must be comfortable with purling, but also you must be comfortable with knitting with tiny stitches and tiny needles. And I just wasn't comfortable. So at some point, I I threw I threw the towel and I was like, I can't do this. This is just too much for me. And the teacher kind of nodded at me. <laughs> and I think maybe she was a little bit happy that I myself saw that maybe this was a little bit too much for me. And so I stopped. I stopped the class and I just sat. I sat there and looked at everybody and everybody was such doing such a great job. I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> and it was I had so much anxiety. And listen, this is where my fear for double pointed needles was born. This whole uncomfortable experience, anxiety inducing experience. This is the moment where my fear of double pointed needles was born. So when I went back 
When I went back home, I said, whatever I'm going to do, I am not going to work with double pointed needles. This is just too hard for me. So my fear was born and I also had promised myself that I would not knit with double pointed needles. There. <laughs> and I went home and um, I, I didn't want to have anything to do with double pointed needles. Never again. Never again. I had promised myself that. So what happened next is that whenever I would look at a pattern and I saw it had double pointed needles, I would just reject it, flat out reject the pattern. And what happened next is I wanted to progress from knitting a scarf to the next level. And what was the next level to me? The next level was making fingerless gloves because I had seen beautiful pictures of fingerless gloves, these little tiny uh, fingerless gloves on somebody's hand, knitted, beautiful, beautiful. And I was like, I'm going to search for a pattern for fingerless gloves. And lo and behold, and this was pre-Ravelry. This was pre-Ravelry. And lo and behold, I could not find a pattern um, a fingerless glove pattern that involved double pointed needles. And oh, I should have explained this. You use double pointed needles to knit a um, circumference, a small circumference. Uh, that's that's why you use double pointed needles. And a, um, a fingerless glove has a small circumference. It's in the round, you knit in the round, and it has a fairly small circumference, right? So every fingerless glove pattern that I found, and again, this was pre-Ravelry, every fingerless glove pattern that I found was knitted on double pointed needles and in the round. And I was like, no way, no way I'm going to do this. So my fear rejected all of those patterns. But what also happened is my fear for double pointed needles pushed me to find other solutions. So this is when fear it's a good thing. It was a good thing because it pushed me to find other solutions to create a fingerless glove. And no matter what I did, I was looking on, on Instagram. Instagram didn't exist yet in 2006. I was looking on the internet for a pattern that was not in the round, not with double pointed needles, but flat and with regular needles. Couldn't find it. I just could not find it. I was searching and searching and I wanted my fingerless glove and I couldn't find a pattern. And I said, well, what do you know? What am I going to do now? I want my fingerless glove. So I said to myself, what is a fingerless glove? A fingerless glove is simply a little rectangle. And then I fold the rectangle in half and then I stitch it down on one end and I stitch it up at the other end. I leave a hole for my thumb and there you have your fingerless glove. So my fear for double pointed needles has had pushed me to find another solution. And this fear had, um, had taught me to look for other things, right? So here I was wanting to make my fingerless glove and I started to experiment. 
I started to cast on stitches and um, I cast it on too much on my finger. My first ever fingerless glove came out too big. Then I was like, no, too big. So I took all the stitches out. I cast it on a new amount of stitches. And then my second fingerless glove came out too small. Not good. So I took it out. And then I said to myself, I can't be doing this. I need to make notes. So I started to make notes. And this is where, this is the moment where I started to design. But I didn't have the vocabulary. I didn't have the knowledge. So I was doing this out of fear for double-pointed needles. So my fear for double-pointed needles pushed me into creating a little piece, uh, flat and on regular needles. And as I'm saying this, I, I actually never realized this, but as I'm saying this, as I'm talking about this right now, I realized that my fear for double-pointed needles, and I keep on saying that, pushed me to find other solutions. Okay, this, this whole design thing, this whole design thing that I'm talking about right now, that's for another podcast. I, I want to continue with my fear for double-pointed needles because two things. Fear can be uh, debilitating, right? It paralyzes you. Or, or it, 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 um, it triggers you to find other solutions. But, you know, you, you know when, when you, um, you want to overcome your fear, you find other solutions, but at some point you're going to um, encounter this fear over and over again. And at some point you're going to say, no more. I don't want to be afraid anymore. And you know when that happens? You know when, when it happens? When you say, I don't want to be afraid of this anymore. This happens when a desire arises. And this desire met me. <laughs> In 2007, I wanted to knit a sweater. And I realized that if you want to knit a sweater, you're going to have to make sleeves. And for sleeves, you're going to need double-pointed needles. And I was like, oh my God, here it is again, my fear staring me in the eyes and I stare and I'm staring right back at it and I'm like what am I going to do how I'm how am I going to find a solution for 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 not using these double pointed needles and then I said to myself you gotta learn Nancy you gotta you gotta pick up those double pointed needles because if you want to make a sweater then you gotta learn how to knit it around on double pointed needles and um Still, I didn't, I didn't come into action. Still, I was looking for a sweater that was completely knitted flat. And there's lots of them out there. But I couldn't find a sweater that was knitted flat and I liked it. And if, you, if you're looking for a pattern to make something, you must love it. Because what's the use? If you don't love it, what's the use? No use at all. And then at some point, I found this... Um, this beautiful sweater from this book, Fitted Knits by Stephanie Chappelle. And on the cover of this book was a gorgeous sweater. It just took my breath away. I was like, that is the sweater that I want to make. And that is when my burning desire, my 
burning, burning desire to knit a sweater grew immensely. I was like, that's the one. I can see myself wearing that sweater. I love it. I want it. I'm going to get the yarn. I'm going to get all the material. I am going to overcome my fear of double-pointed needles. So here it is. In order to overcome a fear, there must be a burning desire. There must be a burning desire. And the burning desire was there. It, it became big, big. It grew. And so much so that I overcame my fear of double-pointed needles. Oh, I remember uh, it was my first sweater. And for those who follow me on Instagram, you guys know that in January, uh, the, the, the time that I'm recording this podcast is January 2023. Those who follow my Instagram at Getting Prohibited, you guys know that this month I am going to talk about what steps you need to take to make your first sweater. A sweater can be intimidating. And if you never need a sweater before, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, uh, I don't know if this is for me. I, if this is for me, I don't know if I have the skill set. Um, I don't even know where to start and where to begin. So you're in the dark, right? And because you're in the dark, you don't know what to do. It triggers your anxiety. And on top of that, it if, if you're already saying to yourself, oh, I could never do that, or uh, I don't have the skill sets, and then on top of that, mixed with that, the, your anxiety, because you don't know where to start, so you're never going to you're never gonna knit your first sweater, and you're going to say to yourself, I, I could never do that, and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, and I want to show you that it doesn't have to be like that, so the month of January is the month where I talk about what steps to take to knit your first sweater. So if this is you, if you're like, oh, I could never knit a sweater, but I want it, I want it so bad. And if you're like ready to overcome your fears, then watch my Instagram feed. I'm gonna do videos on what steps to take to make your very first sweater. But okay, that's for now. Back to the double-pointed needles and back to overcoming your fear because you have this burning desire. I had this burning desire to make this sweater from the book Fitted Knits by Stephanie Chappelle. So I, I start this sweater. I I know how to knit in a round with, um, with circular needles so because I had knitted a poncho. I had knitted a poncho with circular needles. So I said to myself, I can do this. I can do this. And um, I made this sweater. And then at some point, I arrive at the sleeves. And I had to apply my double-pointed needles because the circumference of a sleeve is so small that you have to use double-pointed needles. And of course, you know, I arrive at the sleeves and I'm doing everything in my power not to use these double-pointed needles. I first tried to do the sleeve flat and I got into trouble because... The instructions are for in the round, and I was too new of a knitter to change the instructions to flat. So I tried and I tried, couldn't do it, ripped it out, ripped out the sleeve that I tried to do, not in the round, but flat, all to avoid the double-pointed needles. 
Then at some point, I said to myself, Nancy, cut this out. You got to cut this out. Just get those stitches on the double pointed needles and do the sleeve. Just focus on only two needles and don't focus on on all the other needles. So that's what I did. I just focused on the two needles that I used uh, to knit with because you only knit with two needles when you work with double-pointed needles. So I focused only on those two needles and I just pretended that the other ones weren't there. I was struggling. I was sweating. I was like, whoa, this is hard. I don't know if I can do this. And then I said to myself, this is hard. You can do this. One stitch at a time, Nancy. One stitch at a time. One double pointed needle at a time. You want this sweater, don't you? You can see yourself wearing this sweater. It's going to be beautiful. You can do this. I was amping myself up. You hear that? You hear that? I was amping myself up. You can do this. You can tackle this. Keep on going. I was just I was pumping myself up, and before I knew it, I was just going. I was going on these double-pointed needles. Uh, My sleeve grew, and I was able to follow all the instructions. And at the end, when I was casting off my sleeve, I felt so accomplished. I was so happy. I I was just doing a happy dance and I pat myself on the back and I said, Nancy, you did it. You overcame your fear for double pointed needles because you wanted this sweater so bad you could taste it. And you said to yourself, these double pointed needles, I'm going to overcome my fear. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make my sleeve. And I did it. I felt so good. And then I started my second sleeve. I knew exactly what to do. I was getting those stitches uh, on my double pointed needles and I was just going and I felt so good. I felt accomplished. I, 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 I was, I victory, you know, the feeling of victory and the feeling of finalizing my second sleeve and then finalizing my sweater and wearing my sweater. And for those who who follow me on Instagram, this week I posted a picture of me dancing in my uh, first sweater (laughs) that I made in 2007. That's 16 years ago. And um, the feeling that I had when I finalized my first sweater, when I overcome my fear of double-pointed needles and I said to myself, I can do anything I want. I can do anything I want in knitting. I, 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 I can now make a sweater. I can knit in the round on circular needles. I can knit in the round, small s- circumference in the round on double-pointed needles. I got this. I got this. I tackled this uh, technique of knitting in the round on double-pointed needles, and I felt like I could fly. This whole world opened up to me of sweater knitting. So what, what is the message 
that I want to give you with this particular podcast. I know how it feels to be afraid of a certain technique, to be afraid of certain tools in knitting, because I've been there. I felt the um, fear. I felt the anxiety of working with double-pointed needles. So if you have a fear of double-pointed needles, and if you try to work with double-pointed needles and it, um, it traumatized you, I know how you feel. And I know how debilitating it can be. But I also want to say to you, you can overcome that. I overcame it. And all I had to do was just practice. Just practice. That's all I had to do. And also, this fear pushed me to find other solutions. This fear of double-pointed needles pushed me into designing my first fingerless glove on uh, regular needles, flat. It was this fear that pushed me to do that, that pushed me to find other solution. And this is, this is proof that you are inventive. I was inventive, I am inventive, and you are too. And also, you know, if you have a fear for something, but your desire becomes to, to reach something becomes bigger than your fear, you will overcome that fear. So this is my message to you today. If you are afraid of a certain technique in knitting or in crochet or anything that you do, really, if you have a certain fear, you first, you know, you, 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 there's paralysis. And then you're like, no, 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 I, I, I want to keep on going. So you find other solutions. And then at some point, you're going to say to yourself, I got to stop doing this. I have to stop being being afraid. I need to learn this thing. And I can learn this thing, whatever this thing is. I can learn this thing by practicing. And besides that, ask yourself, what will happen if things don't work out? Well, you know, then you are an experience, uh, experience richer. And um, I'm really going to try again and again and again and again. This is the message that I want to give you. I understand your fear because I've been there. I was a new knitter. I understand if you have a fear of something within your knitting. And um, there's always a solution. And you can always overcome your fear. All right? So I, um, I said that I don't want my podcast to be longer than uh, 30 minutes. I've been talking for 30 minutes now, and I need to wrap it up. I wish you a, a beautiful, beautiful Sunday because m my goal is to to record a podcast every week on Sunday and also um, release it on Sunday. So if you're listening to this podcast on Sunday, I wish you a beautiful Sunday. Happy knitting, happy crocheting, happy crafting, and I will talk to you at the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am uh, very honored and happy that you are here to listen to this podcast. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.